Blog Talk Radio. Presidential spit on a dick like an instrumental. Huh? 
Adiva, the Bella Boston, the Angry Divas Radio Show. This has been another Bitch House Production. This has been another Bitch House Production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. In live weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on BlockHawkRadio.com. Check out our website, www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A. Get it right, baby. This has been another Bitch House Production. The, the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Bella Boston, the Angry, the Angry Divas. Can you let me know right now, please? Anita Applebaum. Authority. Crazy prophylactics.
<laughs> yeah. Now plot kids who got the cocaine. Don't tell me it's the little kids on the train. The metaphor sent from my brain to my jaw. It comes from other places. Not the tinted faces. Journalistic values are yellow and then of course falters. You watch Channel Zero with that bitch Bob Walters. Should have you believe black invented crack. When President Lyndon had the formula way back in 63 with Kennedy. Yes, the double cross. Remember that's when they blow his fucking head off. Vietnam vets come back looking like one on pets. Nixon bombs. No picket fence, no job, no angel in the car Blue collar turns to bourgeois Depressed in your chest Demoral for cess, no dough Crack and veiled much less White he can sell on the corners of Bushwick White he can sell on the corners of Flatbush White he can sell on the corners of Bedside Pass the torch to that nigga guy So just die, nigga, die, nigga You're too black, you can't handle, you're too strong, get high Fly clock next boost your seal In 95 Take a sec to think back, think back. Brooklyn, traveling distance to party. Brooklyn, abstinent functions that hardly. Brooklyn, the name alone holds godly. You don't know, you better ask somebody. Blackfield streets in 75, the police getting paid to not bust. Hookers, jaws got bust. Class clapping regular. Hardcore niggas with black gold chains on the corner maintaining. Gold team flashes, stick up kids playing in front of Latin quarters. Keep holding the daughters, cause if bullets fly, watch the flaming. Ducks are shooting wildin', they're not gaining one Easter. Y'all don't think about it, what a pity. Five people died in front of Skate City. Senses back then you would sell if you had a gun. People dashing, flashing, damn no fun. All be square, you couldn't shop too much, cuz. Fall green within your record, fuck on up. You had you or die. East New York, mad hell. Fellas cutting school, trooping the all go Maxwell. Too many memories, I can't manifest your root. Stop where I finish at the Brooklyn, all black. Because it is the Bible of the fittest. 
processing it so in that event we're going to play my song <laughs> we're going to play the uh the special request that we had now where the hell is my song see what is this you know i always have good eats you know what i mean i just don't always eat um i graze more than anything i you know i like 
cashews and almonds and yes, yeah, it's, it's processing. It is. It's processing. The song is processing. Um, I like cashews and almonds and sunflower seeds and oh my God, I discovered kale chips and I've never been happier. And um, what is what? He said, what is that? What is what? Kale chips? Is it the accent? Kale. Let me write it. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, kale. They dehydrate it, right? Oh, my God, I found this one brand. It was so good. I don't even remember the name of it. But basically, they dehydrate it, and they put, oh, you know what kale is, but you don't know what the chips are? Is that what you're saying to me? Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you on chips. I just want to make sure you heard me say kale so that you knew I was saying kale. Anyhow, they dehydrate the kale, which is where the chip form comes in. But with this particular one that I had, they had taken some kind of cayenne pepper and something else that they had dumped on. Oh, my God. I almost ate my fingers. <laughs> Trying to get all the good seasoning and flavor. You know, almost ate my damn finger. Anyway, let me play this track while we let this here other one finish processing, and we'll be on back in a flash. I'm going to keep it back for y'all.
uncovering a bit three about how kale chips are made. And so, you know, I was talking about how I like kale chips, and Galactic was saying, what the hell is kale chips? And I was explaining it to him in the chat room while I was trying to get his song up and all the whole thing. And I was saying that I think what they do is they either bake them or they put them in the dehydrator or something like that to get them dry. And he said, how the hell is it chips if it ain't fried? <laughs> right? So, oh, Diva Muse of Troy comes in talking about, oh, y'all talking about carbs. I want something fried. So you galactic, this is your fault. So, uh, you know, we've been just having this little discourse back and forth here. Now, let me just get up real quick. How kale chips are made. There we go. Let's see. Crispy kale chips recipe. Ooh. Food Network has a recipe, y'all. Hold on a minute. Let's let's look. Let's have a little look-see. All right. Takes about 45 minutes total for prep and cook. So why does it take 25 minutes to prepare? Anyway, oh, remove the ribs and yada, yada, yada. Lay it on a baking sheet. Toss it with olive oil and salt. Bake it until it's crispy. See, I told you they bake it. So that's how they're making them galactic. Now we know, you know, the more you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to dry them out. So they, they, they bake them, and they call that shit raw, but whatever. So anyhow, we've got your song, and let's get it played.
Man. I know I said last one and all, but that was a good one, wasn't it? Wasn't that a good one? Well, y'all, I have got my grub on. I decided to, you know, put the plate to the side and stop grubbing. (laughs) Uh, I had a question. What was on the menu? It is Cajun chicken pasta. So it's a cream sauce-based pasta, and the chicken was seasoned kind of Cajun style. It it was so freaking good. I had to put it over. Look at it. You know, nice sliced onions. You've got green peppers in there, some squash. I mean, it's some good stuff with this shit. It's good. Now, what I really need, you know, just to kind of like wash it all down and make everything okay, I need to get me a Sam Adams, you know. Uh, I really do. I love, if anybody who knows the show knows that I am the belle of Boston, and, um, you know, Sam Adams is my shit. So if I have me a good Sammy to wash that all down with, would that not be, like, the ultimate, the bestest, the only way to ever do it? Got to give it up for my town. Let's do you right now. Our first big record. It's sold over a million copies, thanks to you. It goes something like this. Triple damn beat down. That's right. Boston, baby. Mm. That's right. <laughs> Valkyrie said to me, if you don't, if my neighbor don't get her damn dog, you know, this woman, she got a heart of gold. I'm going to get to my story about Boston in a minute. She got a heart of gold, but she had one dog, and she got it. Um, I'm going to open your mic in just a second. I'm going to open all the mics in just a second. First, she had a Rottweiler. She got the runt of the litter. Fine. Then some lady she knew's kids came down. Uh, they got cancer. They ended up with cancer. So this woman's back and forth to the hospital with her kids. They can't focus on no damn dog. So now she's got the Rottweiler and the German Shepherd. And then her sister decides to go off to Ireland. So now she's got her Rottweiler, a German Shepherd, and something to look like some kind of German Shepherd hybrid. I don't even know. You know, and the German Shepherd likes to bark at squirrels and shit like that. Anyway, that's not the point. Valkyrie was getting on me about um, always playing that Dirty Water song. And she said to me, if you don't stop making us listen to that goddamn song. (laughs) 
whatever, you know. The fuck am I supposed to play? So goddamn Bobby Brown, not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I posted this fucking video of Bobby Brown and Macy Gray to the Angry Diva fan page <laughs> one evening. It was like 10 something at night, and someone had posted it. I think it was like some twin flame page, one of them stupid pages that I got a fan of on Facebook. And uh, it was like, oh, this is so cute and sweet. Listen to this, all right? Are you ready? Are you ready? Picture Bobby the Brown. And Macy Gray together on a song and in a video. Mm. So I posted the shit with the quote, on behalf of Boston, no one is proud of him. Y'all have a good night. Y'all <laughs> recalls me. Like, Why did you have to do that to my whole soul? Put that fool on there with his old man two steps. I started laughing. Bobby be doing the most. Somebody made me watch the video, <clears throat> God help me, what is this, the Bobby Brown Hour? <laughs> what is this? Let me open some mics so I can stop talking about this nigga. Hold on a minute. Let me open Galactic Scientist, and we've got our muse of Troy on the line. Peace to y'all. How y'all doing? Good, good, good. Happy to be back. Awesome, awesome. Glad to have you back. How about you, Galactic? Uh, you know, Triple, I'm always doing well when you're on the mic. Um, there's a few things that you touched on that I would like to allude to. However, I would like you to kind of set the stage for that. Well, good. Let me, let me finish my last little point about Bobby Brown, and then I will most happily do that for everybody. Um, but, you know, let me just finish giving it to the bum of Boston. So... <laughs> I know y'all remember when he did that song in that video, Thug Lovin' with Ja Rule. I know y'all remember that fucking song. Yeah, I remember it because I was, oh, my God, I was in high school, and I remember that song coming out, and I remember all of us sitting there and being like, we got to do something to put Boston on the map because this can't be it, man. This can't be it. <laughs> this can't be it. This cannot be how Boston goes out. For my generation, that Bobby Brown is the representation of Boston. That's fucking Bobby Brown and Benzino. What the hell else do I got but the Standells? Fuck y'all. Now. <laughs> we run along. You know, when we closed off at our last show, we were uh, we were getting into something kind of interesting, and I was saying that in one of my meditations, uh, you know, the thing that came back to me was one in four. And I was applying that because, you know, I was meditating on whether or not I wanted to continue to even try to help black women. I'm going to be honest with y'all. You know, uh, a couple of months back, I shut down a lot of the stuff I was doing and just kind of threw myself into just doing the radio because this gives me pleasure um, and fuck everything else and everybody else. And I have been debating whether or not I wanted to – turn the Angry Diva platform into something that is more than just the shows and, and how to build on that and all that whole thing. And I have figured it out, and I'm happy with, um, you know, the results that I'm getting now as opposed to when I was doing it for free. Um, and, and that is something that's great. But the meditation brought back to me that one in four women would wake up and remember who they are and that this entire system – has been put together 
because just that one in four women waking up is enough to upend the patriarchy. You don't need the 100%. Not all of these bitches was ever God anyway. You know? I'm so glad. Not all I'm of them were so God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I just wanted to, you know, make sure I drove that point home. Not every woman is God. Not every woman was capable of those gifts of God and the gifts of God, the power of God. You know, there's variations in degrees to who has access to what. That's why we've got some who can see, some who cannot, some who hear in whispers and see in shadows, and some who shit is a HD fucking screen, uh, you know, fucking 2,000 watt, 8 ohm sound going on. And everybody <laughs> has their own thing in their own measure. But that is what caused the jealousy and the division in the first place because, unfortunately, you know, and this is something I've been going over in our Lesbian Origins book study that we're doing here with Angry Divas. Unfortunately, when you have a population that is high male, low female ratio, you have global female of all kingdoms, whether that's the animal kingdom or the human kingdom, the plant kingdom, females in every kingdom on earth will be oppressed when you have a high male low female society because of the way that we have codified gender in personhood and bodies, personalities, the programming from birth, all of those things that take part in the cultural societal expectations and norms, the family structures, everything that we're taught because of that, we have to have a lower male population. If we're going to turn this around now, when people hear male, let me just real quick. I'm almost done with this. When people hear male, they automatically think has a penis. When I talk about male, I have to make sure that I differentiate because there are times when I'm talking about the bearers of the phallus, the lingam. And there are times when I'm talking about dick-brained, dickmatized womanhood. Now, this also even goes into science has confirmed this. When I say that women are dick-brained, that women have male DNA in their brain cells. And this comes from fucking men, from birthing men, and or from abortions or miscarriages involving male fetus. So when we talk about divesting from maleness, when we talk about the one in four women that's going to wake up, that's the only amount of true, sovereign, original women on the planet. One in four of all people who bear the womb are actually original gods. And now that is not out of line with the her story statistic that one out of every five women had the gift in the family and one out of every thousand males had the gift in the family. So this goes all, I mean, all of this just sort of fits in, but I understand why my divine dark masculine said to me, one in four. Galactic, please come on in and, uh, and speak your piece. Thank you. Yeah, and what I'd like to expound on in that one in four ratio, which I think is extremely important, not in the sense of anybody being a math person, but just in the sense of somebody understanding weights and measures. When you're talking about one in four, you're talking about a percentage of 25. Relate that to your math, one dollar can be broken down into four quarters. So 
one and four, two and four, three and four, four and four. So that's very fundamental in terms of our very existence because that's how it springs out. And I think that um, what's really important that um, Triple is talking about is understanding intrinsically how all of these factors work into your everyday life. If you look at the moon, isn't it broken down into quarters? You got sure a quarter is. moon, you got a half a moon, you got a three-quarter moon, you got a full moon. Mm-hmm. Anything that you can extrapolate quarters into, it will work because it always works out evenly. And I think that one of the important things that we need to understand that the sister is expounding on is how these weights and measures dictate what goes on around us, what goes on in nature, because we have what they call four seasons. I was just thinking that. (laughs) We have what they call four directions in the Cartesian coordinates. Mathematically speaking, Cartesian coordinate translates into north, south, east, and west. Same thing. Financial systems run by quarters. There you go. See? Well, there it is. Because, you you know, I think about money. There you go. (laughs) Take it to the money, honey. Follow the money. Mm -hmm. And, And the importance of what she's saying, which is extremely profound, is that, and I learned this the hard way, only in the sense that I was willing to go through it. As a math and science person, and I had the head of a department of a university that I didn't even go to. They w- This was, uh, she was the head of the math department at University of San Francisco. And for those of people that don't know, this is a private institution. It costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to go there. And it was yeah, I live of, in Los Angeles, so I'm really familiar. It's a, it's okay. a pretty good, it's, good, it's very it's good. It's one of those history. institutions where they kind of kept it in the radar, but they kept it off the radar, where they had, like, sports teams. They had all the things, the trappings. However, their emphasis was on the real nitty-gritty information. And the only reason why I brought that up is to bring it full circle is that when you understand and what that um, head of that math department told me, and I quote, this is what she said. This was the woman, head of the math department at University of San Francisco in San Francisco, California. This was back in the early 90s. She said, math is the gatekeeper of education. I never forgot that. I never forgot that. And she didn't say that because you had to be good at math. The reason why she said that is because you have to understand how math works. And you know, well, math is about that language too. Yes, it is. Exactly. Yes, it is. And it, numbers run and rule everything. And exactly. honestly, exactly. see, you know, we talked about this a lot, GS. If you remember when we did the four wins week, that whole week of shows that we did, and you really beautifully drove the point home when you said most of us black folk are very good conceptually with math, but we don't necessarily understand some of the formulas 
and the shit that they throw in, and they do this kind of thing on purpose to try to make us feel or believe that we're not exactly. good at the shit that we fucking created our damn self first and foremost. Exactly. Because, you know, Man. they found a bone in a cave. I just read this shit. Look at this. They found a bone <laughs> in a cave. And they called it man. It had 28 marks on it, all right? They called it man's first attempt at a, counter, a calendar. Explain to me what man needs to count 28 days. What man needs to track a 28-day cycle? A that man does and a woman first does. attempt at a calendar. That was woman's first attempt at a fucking calendar. Okay? Oh. Women put this shit together. We did this. And so, exactly. and, and because we've got this spell work out there so profoundly, and because people don't know that they understand, you, have, you know you understand math if you've got any sort of intelligence and intellect about you, and there's two different things going on there. Because math, like you said, is the gateway to education, and education is a business. So we're talking about getting access to what? Knowledge, which is the power. That right. is the power. And they, they know that. We need to know that and understand that we do get it. That's why we can be successful in anything, whether it's talking. You know, you, you know what the right time is to say the right thing, what the right time is to do the right thing to make the right move. I'm going to go to the store right here because I know at this hour and this day, most people aren't going to be there. I'm not doing my laundry on Sunday. Everybody's going to be there on Sunday. I'm going to do my motherfucking laundry on Wednesday morning. Anybody there, everybody at work. You know, we know the times and the dates and the best right. ways to utilize right. the energy. That's how you're successful. Yes. Exactly. And to drive that point home, Triple, to drive that point home, we talk about the word cycle. Okay? S-C-Y-C-L-E. We built a bicycle off of that. The wheel was built off of that. Now, let's look at it fundamentally. What creature in life inherently understands cycle more than any other creature? Of course, it would be the female uh, and the feminine. Uh-huh. So that would, go, that would go to show you how important it is that women really do really do understand this information, bring it home for themselves, and and learn to employ it in their lives. And this is why I had to say this at the end of the last show. I am here for the one out of four. I'm not here for the four. I'm not here for the whole. I'm here for the one in four. And I understand that. And, you know, that's the thing that I'm going to have to make sure that I repetitively state so that other people understand it too. It's only one in four women that's going to be able to rock with me, rock with this, and do it well. And, you know, it's only one in four women who's going to wake up and remember their power, tap into that shit, no longer be afraid. You know, everybody comes into it, of course, at their own time. I hit the ground running. I wanted it so bad. I was like, all right, well, shit, Father Perfect. God ain't never did shit for me. Let's figure it out. That's what it's going to take, a hunger for it. Triple, triple. Sure. Can I repeat this again? Go ahead. Inherently, who understands cycle, i.e., 360 degrees, i.e., 365 degrees, i.e., the wheel of birth and death, the wheel of life? Who understands cycle the best? Menstrual cycle. Doesn't matter. Full moon. It's, a, it's 
everything is on a cycle. Who understands that better than anybody? Well, women do. And here's but the there fact that go. we're not tapped into our power. I'm sorry to interrupt there you. There you go. The fact that women are not pat, um, tapped into their power these days, that's why we have all these women having children they don't want, these women who don't know how to create wealth for, for themselves. Because they don't mm-hmm. understand cycles and they don't understand the fundamentals of mathematics, basically. And so because everything, how our whole system is set up, how we operate is based on cycles and time, which is just inevitably linked to time. Exactly. And the best way to track time is in quarters. Exactly. Because um, it's the most accurate way to determine where we are in space and time. Right. But um, I, I mentioned, like, the, the children and having the children that – um, that a lot of women don't want or shouldn't be having is because of our life. We don't understand there's a time and place for everything. If you don't understand the, the fundamentals of time and cycles, then you operate, you're out of whack. Yep. You're walking through life well, doing things at the wrong timing. Yep. Absolutely. And that's the yep. point of it. See, remember when I, when I opened up, I talked about the reason that we're in patriarchy is we have a high male, low female societal structure, global. I don't don't believe them when they say we're having that. That's a motherfucking lie. There's over 100 million, over, actually, excuse me, now it's over 200 million females missing from this planet due to male violence, um, whether it was in family. Oh, that's a low estimation, honey. I think it's higher yeah, than Yeah, I that. know that's low. Oh, of course, of course. But, you know, the official numbers that's that they put reported. out there is 200 million. It's, that's what's reported, yes. It's way more than that that's missing via birth, selection, matricide, infanticide, um, all forms of, of male abuse of women. And for me, the reason that they, I know for a fact that they purposefully, willfully upset women's knowledge of their cycles because women had the power to selectively conceive at certain times of the moon so that they mm-hmm. only had females. Yep. See, it's more than just your ovulation. And I know this stuff. See, this is why I ain't never been pregnant, ain't never had no abortion, ain't never had to worry about none of it. Sure, I know. I made it my business. I, I remember, you got to know your stuff. I remember back in 2008 having a conversation with some black radical separatist, lesbian, feminist, dyke bitches who hated men unequivocally. And I remember saying to them, <laughs> Uh, I want to be the kind of midwife that helps women to get rid of the baby. How to not have them, how to have them exactly when you want, exactly the one you want, the time you want, the best way for you that's going to produce the best spirited child for you that's going to produce your bloodline, not whoever that fucking dick is that laid up in you and all the shit that comes with his family, but how do you reproduce in your own image, in your own likeness, and after your own kind? Women don't have that gnosis anymore. They're not God. This is why I've said that women are now cattle. The patriarchy has reduced us to nothing more than cattle. And people get upset to hear that, but it's true. We are just stray beasts in the field who get knocked up at will and at whim. There were women, I was talking with my godmother about this last year. She has five children. She's in her 50s. She just learned last year what ovulation was because I told her. Oh, God, that is now, that is, that is this that is, is the crime. So mm-hmm. This is the crime of patriarchy and the feminine to reduce her from God and turn her instead to something he breeds and studs. 
So, see, you guys were talking about timing. You know, I want to take it to divine right timing and how Mm -hmm. because we're in a system, a cycle that we did not create, I didn't create this motherfucking shit. I was given this world. I didn't make it, Tupac. I didn't make this shit. I was given it. I didn't create the time cycle. The time cycle was not created for me. It was created to run me in the best interest of the creators of the time cycle. Understanding that, I have to beat their clock. I have to understand what they planned out for my demographic of girls to happen at certain ages. And I was able to lock into that very early on as I watched all the girls around me drop like flies, listen to these motherfucking songs and the boys and the shit. And I stayed to myself and was not afraid to be the cheese that stood alone because I was not going to permit the cycles of time that had been set forth for my generation, for my demographic, for my, my space group, for my star marker group to be run on my life. Come what may, come hella high water, try what they did, I was not going to let that happen to me. And that is why I'm 29 with no children and no interest in having any children because I understood very early on. This is how they saddle a woman, and this is how they strip you of your power. They trap you into having a baby. Women didn't want to have no babies. They wanted to have sex. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. They didn't want the baby. They wanted the sex. And the baby was the punishment for the sex. That is what motherhood has become in patriarchy. And it's unfortunate because we don't understand that, because we don't, we don't even want to pay attention to it. We cry when people put it out in our face. It's hard to hear, especially if you got kids and you did the dumb shit and you hear somebody who don't got no kids and they saying this shit. It's hard to hear. But the truth is the truth is the truth. And when you know it, that's how you can change your life, not only for the better, but change the very course of your life, change the course of what was set before you so you walk your path, not the path that they planned for you, but the path that was set for you via your star marker, via your birth, via your numbers, your codes, your names, and all of those things that were put forth to give you a certain energy imprint on the planet. So you make your mark instead of someone else marking you. Oh, girl church. I have a confession to make because I used to be one of those women when I was growing up under, because I came from the, my family's from the Caribbean. So like I said, I grew up in a Christian household when I was living with my father and stepmother. And I used to be one of those girls like, oh, we can't kill babies. You know, one of those soft, bleeding heart people. But then as I got older. I was like that too. Yeah, no, I was like, you can't have abortion. I was, I was pro-life girl, like, no, don't save the babies. But then when I got into college, now I was like, some of y'all should have been aborted. And let me tell you this, you know, my mom has always, she was like, you know, be careful if you do decide to have children, although I encourage you to live your life, girl. I love you, but trust me, if I knew what I knew now, you might not be here. And I was like, I understand, mom, keep it real with me. Um, A lot of women ruin their life having children because, one, they are damaged themselves. And there are mm-hmm. studies coming down that de- damage from the de- is in the DNA and it's getting passed down. Yep. So we're birthing generation, generation, really yes. just damaged people, and they it, it, the cycle it's it's almost like a curse. I think you mentioned in one of your podcasts how a lot of black people are operating on a curse. I co-sign on that because you see the certain certain behavior things. We, a lot of us are just into destruction, and to me, you can tell them all the good advice all you want, 
but they're still on that destructive cycle to me. And so I came to the conclusion, this must be divine. This must be in the DNA. And we need to clean mm. it out. We need to clean up the genetic line. Because well, men, Lord have mercy. Like, you do not deserve to carry on your legacy, your shit. No. See, and women aren't having babies with worthy men. For me, exactly. I've already said this. I done put a price on my womb, goddammit. You want me to breed, goddammit, I need money. You gotta be paid, it's going to cost hey. you. Um, I don't do the males. If I do produce a male for you, you can have it. And I just want the money. But the girl is mine, and you will also pay me for her. <laughs> you know? Can I, can, I comment, can I comment on this from a male perspective? No. No. You can't get me a male perspective. Can, can, no, right, really. Me, you you know how the fuck I feel that. about that shit. Wait, like, yeah, wait, do that. Wait, wait, you know wait, I don't wait. do that shit. Let me rephrase it. Can I, com- can I comment on this from a masculine perspective? I will accept that, as long as it's masculine. Go ahead. Okay. I think that everything that we're talking about is very important and very poignant. And I think that what's being brought to light here is the discrepancies and harsh realities that we have to come to, not just um, as Black people, but as people, period. And what I mean by that is what I've reiterated before is that the matriarch has to take over. There's going to be collateral damage, meaning that, you know, there's going to be people that have to fall by the wayside, but this is something that we have to do. And everything that you guys are talking about, it exemplifies that. We have to tear away all of the bad fabric, the bad connections, the bad everything, because everybody is experiencing this right now. Whether you're black, white, male, female, doesn't matter. You got a whole lot of crap that's going on in your life, with the exception of those who have made the conscious effort to say that, okay, I'm not allowing you. Now, they have a different cross to bear because now they're arrogant, they're full of shit, they're all of these other things. However, they're not allowing the toxic, poisonous stuff to enter their lives. Now, for the rest of the people who are allowing that to happen and who are complaining about it, don't want to cut away. And what I love that you guys are talking about is how to cut away. You, you got to cut it. You got to, if it's not working, if it's bullshit in the house, if it's bullshit in your everyday life, you got to cut it away. You got to say, you know what? I'm better than this. I'm bigger than this. I got better plans than this. Okay, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I can't have that. And, and that's the hard part that we're facing now. That's why I feel that it's extremely important that we transition from the patriarch to the matriarch. Yeah, there's going to be collateral damage. There's going to be a lot of people that fall by the wayside, but we're going to benefit from it in the long run. We're going to benefit from it. And I am so just ecstatic to hear you guys talk the way you do because that's the reality of it. This is where we got to go. 
And also, you know, we have to take it to the next level and value our womb because I'm 32, never been pregnant, never, don't have children, debating if I even want them. I'm still going back and forth. And if I do, I want girls and maybe one or two. It's that. Um, I just, we don't value the gift that we have as women. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with that gift, has, it comes a, a tremendous amount of responsibility. And that reproductive responsibility, you don't breathe with just any old fool that comes up to you. You need to start assessing where their mindset and who their people are, too, because, like I said, bloodlines to me are very important. And I know it sounds like like, I sound like an eugenist or whatever. Nope, you sound good. I Actually, I call myself Black Margaret Sanger around here because there are a whole swaths of people we see in the purge happen right now. So um, get get mad at me. Anybody get mad if they want? Yes, I did. Black Margaret Sanger. Fuck everybody. Bloodlines <laughs> <laughs> is important to me too, and you can't be mixing with just any old body. You can't. It's important. That shit is too valuable. Some bloodlines do not deserve to be preserved, much less you. You know, since you being a priestess, we cannot just go forth and just fucking breed with just anybody. We can't do what the low culture does. What the there low culture is. does is what the low culture does. And some of there us is. cannot live according to that creed and that code. Some bitches can have 48 sex partners and they're only 32. Some of us, that's your ass. Yep. I know for me, not I mean, I don't mind. I talk about this all the time. I, well, I was a late bloomer, lost my virginity when I was 20, had like two boyfriends, decided, y'all messing with my mind. So I've been celibate for probably about seven years, seven, eight years. I don't even remember. But for me, it's provided, and not to say I'm a prude or anything. I think sex is a beautiful thing if they know what they're doing. But for you do me, not need I need to qualify, my, but yes. You know, I, I have to explain for some people just in case anyone's listening, because I don't mind qualifying. Just for me, okay. though, they, my I became so focused when I took this path of celibacy. And it's not for a God thing. This is for me. And my my mind is sharper. And that's why I actually see a lot of BS going on, too, because my, yes. I'm not proud sex male sexual energy on me. And so... For me, I'm not saying to practice Virginia or celibacy to adhere to some male standard. I just I think women need to get into their own space and figure some things out without having it complicated. Yeah, by a person. I call energy. it detoxing. You need That's to the detox. Part. See, every every part. single time you open yourself up to engage someone else's energy, whether it's a conversation or it's a sex exchange. Uh, yeah. You are yeah. you. It's an exchange. That's the key. It's an exchange, yeah. and you're letting them in. And yeah. so, yes, you're right. Women do need a time away, and I do preach that we should abstain or be celibate. You know, give yourself some time. I've told women to do it as a test. Don't fuck nobody for a month. Watch how your money grow, and then you know, find you somebody you can fuck and fuck on them, and then see what happens with your money. And I've got reports back like, yo, my money fucked up as soon as I fucked that nigga. And I'm like, see, I told y'all, they they taking your money right out your pussy, and you don't even know. He walk away and get all kind of good discounts, this, that, and the other going good in his life, and your purse is dry. You got to pay attention to what you're doing. Most of them don't understand that. I know, but that's why I talk about it, though, because we're not taught that. We're taught galactic... You gave me from the masculine. Let me tell you what they tell us as girls. Boys only want one thing. 
You can't let them get it. They don't teach you it's power. They don't teach you it's wonder, it's majesty. They don't right. fucking know. A lot right. of women, or, or, period, you know, or your kids. mother threw a pack of pads at you or something. You know, That's go it. ahead, honey. Or, 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 triple, they phrase it this way. You should be pure for your husband. Well, what about my husband being pure for me? I think it's so such a huge disservice that women who yes. get married and everything, they, I've read so many horror stories and about women waiting, doing the right thing. I use that in quotations. Wait till they're married to have sex. Mind you, this man has been all over the block, all around the world, bringing all kinds of diseases Ugh. while she's pure, and now she's absorbing all his filth. And, why and then they say, up. why did the woman change? You're not who you used to be. You put your dick in me and scrambled my brain, you rat bitch. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Men aren't responsible. See, this goes back to the earlier show when but, I talked about accountability for the energy that you bring. Remember that? But this the energy that you bring. But this goes back to what I said before. Women have to claim their right. It's, it's the time for that, it's over. It's done with. Women they can't women, claim what they don't know they have, Wait, wait. Well, yeah. Let me finish. If women decide to close shop today, tomorrow, next week, it don't even matter. A year from now. Yes, you're not telling us nothing new. We know that. See, let's go back into the topic, y'all. One in four. Because what's going to end up happening, because, see, I got got a passion that goes both ways. On the one hand, I got a flame, that twin shit, you know what I'm saying? The good twin (laughs) is all, we got to help the stupid bitches. Yeah. And then the evil twin is, fuck them bitches. One in four, yeah. you know. And I teeter-totter between both of them two extremes, which I want to try to keep in check in myself because then I'll be like, well, they don't know. And Nope. One in four. I'm yeah. here for the one in four who knows. See, and you know because you, you carry yourself accordingly anyway. You do it for yourself, not for church, not for God, not for Jesus. But for you, you know, and every woman has to come to that in her own. But we really do need to keep in mind one in four. And I can relate to that because I do the same thing on the masculine side. I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm I'm looking at brothers the same way that you're looking at, you know, females. I'm looking at brothers like, come on, man, let's let's stop with the bullshit. You guys are sitting here. You know, a lot of the shit that you're discussing means absolutely nothing because it has nothing to do with whatever the hell is going on at that time. You're just trying to circumvent a situation and have the upper hand. Let that go. Understand you that. Couldn't, you shouldn't even try because, again, one in four. No, you have to apply that for you, too. But, but my point in bringing that up is is that I'm understanding how you're saying that on your end, maybe not in that way. Oh, but right. Got you're, you. You're delivering a message on your end, and I'm trying to deliver the same message on my end with a bunch of hardhead motherfuckers. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just well, you know, it, it, doesn't it get exhausted, uh, exhausting yeah, sometimes? Yeah. 
you know, that's that's why I'm very careful, you know, and I'm glad, again, that Queenie Farmer had me uh, qualify and correct what I said earlier about I don't help people for free. I do help people for free. I help a lot of people. I give a lot oh, of yeah. free everything. Um, but my, my, my overall, our overarching point is I'm not going to – what, what I want to drive home in that is I don't want to drag anyone kicking and screaming to gnosis, to glory. No one dragged me kicking and screaming. In fact, you know, when I got human and stupid, motherfuckers continued to grow and left me to figure my tantrum out. And then when I figured out my tantrum and got myself together, got my mind right, then I was ready to, you know, jump in with both feet too. But I understand why uh, women go through these things because of the programming, you know, especially – you know, we're talking about one in four, and that applies to not just waking up, but waking up to your power and how to utilize it. And a lot of women are not going to tap into that, even if they know it's a part of them. For some people, it's just enough to get just close enough to God, not to be God, not to, to act as God, but just to witness it. It's just enough for them to be able to see it, to be able to see it happen in their lifetime, to be able to see it happen and whatever, you know, that's just enough for a lot of people. And for me, it's not enough. What I need is to know at all times what to do to not only protect myself and redirect energy, but to get back what's been stolen from me, to restore my house, to restore my bloodline, uh, you know, to, to put into myself, to rebuild you know, to grow something, to build a business, you know, a businesses, a business enterprise, you know, and such the like. And that is something that it was hard for me to come to because I had been programmed just like everybody else. You go to work, you get the good job with the good benefits, you go to school, you get your degree, you move up the ladder, you know, that whole kind of thing. I wasn't taught to go make your own job. I had to figure that out for myself. Um, and thankfully, you know, my generation being the kids who came up in the information age, in the Internet age, and that whole thing um, with computers, it wasn't that hard for me like it might have been for somebody older than me. And mm-hmm. I get the programs. I get the, the nuanced bits of it all. But what I don't get is the excuses. What I will not make room for is the rationalizations and the what about this and the fear and the fucking bullshit. I am not Mammy. The divine feminine is not Mammy, and that whole expectation that the divine feminine act as Mammy is another problem that women have. Can I can I share something with you? I'd like to share it with you and Muse together, because I feel that you guys are both part of the same vein. Um, both of you are quintessential females. And when I say females, I mean that in just in the persona of being of the female persuasion. You guys are warriors. I had to learn this. The, the way that you guys are doing this naturally, I had to learn this playing sports. And I don't even know if you're going to be able to understand this correlation. The attitude that you have. The disposition that you have, both of you, the demeanor that you have, I had to do things that were like mortal combat. I had to play football. I had to get involved in things that were physical to understand the things that you're talking about that are on the ethereal level. 
and I hope you guys are following me. I got it's you. No, I, I, no I, I'm here. It's, you it's know, GS, if wait, I may, wait, do you think... Let me... Triple? Yeah, I'm here. I, I just, I'm listening. I didn't realize you were still going. It's an echo, so it, it kind of broke up a little bit on my end. And then I heard you talking, so I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. And what I'm saying is, is that what you guys know instinctively, men have to learn. It's, and, and there's certain things that will kick in for us that become extinct, instinctive, and then you see us flourish as a result because they become instinctive. However, the female element, she gets that from the beginning. She gets it. It's inherent. It's a part of her makeup. It's a part of her DNA. So she's always ahead of the curve, always. Just like, give me an example. When you watch um, the little surfer thing and you see people um, surfing, and they get on that big wave. See, women can do that all the time. Men have to learn how to do it. That's a different mentality. That's a different spiritual makeup. I don't know if I'm making sense to you. I'm trying to appeal to both no, of you. No, you are. You got it pretty much. Spiritual level. You guys you know it. how. You guys know how, no matter what happens, y'all know how to ride with that way. When the shit happens to us, we got to get knocked over. Hopefully, we'll survive and get the fuck back up. And then we got to do it again. And then we might not get it, get tripped up, do it again. And then some of us, back to your one in four, this is fundamental. Back to your 25%, there's only one in 25 of us that get it. Well, I can't take the credit at some great stage just because I have to admit my mother started doing her spiritual work in detoxing when I was around seven. And so I had that foundation from her, and I grew up and started. Thank God for Mama. So so I know, bless her. I mean, I won't. Man, I, I love my mama. Well, as like, soon as you said something about your mama, I heard this uh this Yemoja song, and I was like, oh my god, your mama got to work with Yemoja a lot. Oh, Yemoja a lot. Oh my god, I, I could girl. tell god. your mama is so Yemoja. Oh, and she that's is her, so that's her. That's her head, Alicia. I forgot where her foot is, but I, girl, you are good, Triple. You are good. You are good. Oh. Told you, Muse. That's my goddess. There, she don't play. Yeah, no, that's that is crazy. Wow. I, 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 she probably knows the song and might even sing the song. I heard it. I heard it so clear. Oh, well, and I was like, oh my song. god. I don't know the song. I just, I no, no, no. I heard it. Like, just it was a song to Yemiya, and it's in kind of um, some. I don't want to call it sanctity. I don't think that's right. I don't. I'm not really good with knowing what other people's stuff is, y'all. I'm sorry, but no, um, and I mean no disrespect, but it was a song that was sort of in the language. So I don't know the words. I just remember the tune, and I heard it when you started talking about your mother. I've never heard it anywhere before. 
Um, I just heard it when you were talking about your mom, and I was like, oh, my God, you're my yeah, wow, can that's you, fucking great. Her mama got to be. Can you put a song on? I can on try to see if I can find a song to Yamaya. Yeah, and, find um, a song that's related to it so we can get a feel for it. Yeah, that would be great. Man. Yeah, y'all talked some high-level stuff, but what um, what you were saying, Glassic, I think I think it's really on point, but also what comes to – a lot of us, it's instinctual, but – once again, we have to do a lot of spiritual work and digging because our instincts have been dampered because of all the societal <laughs> bullshit that's been passed down. Yeah. And the, also the abuse and the neglect, too, that a lot of black men and women endure, it kills our spirit, and so we don't get to tap into what's great. And that's why it goes back to be careful who you breed with because yeah. we can lose our, our gifts and talents. It talks about in the Bible and every other, you know, spiritual work in, around the world. If you, if you abuse a person enough and you beat them down and destroy their spirit, they will lose their gifts and talents. And that is lost forever sometimes if they don't get back to the spiritual work that they, they need to do to correct the mistakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. G- agree with you 100%. And that's the thing that we have to guard against, Muse, is that we can't let – and that's why I love my goddess. That's why I love the fact that you're a part of the show now is because – we can't let that die. We can't that. No. If we let that die, we're gone. We're gone. And we can't. I mean, do- and you know, it doesn't scare me with the four, one in four statistic, because if you look at all things that are wonderful and great and people who accomplish in this world, it's, it's a very small few. I mean, the majority of people, yeah. I hate to say this, really ain't about shit. They're just here taking up space to meet that. Yeah. They're here for right? they're, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. no, I'm just I'm keeping it real sounds hard. No, but, that's you know, real. That's real talk. Some people are part that's of a slave class, and I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about just you yeah, random folks. Yeah. They're not meant for greatness. So yeah. that statistic doesn't scare me really. It's 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 reality. You know, not everyone is meant for greatness. Not everyone has the gift. No one, everyone has the sight. And it's just important right. to know our role. The problem is our roles have been twisted because those who don't have the sight, who don't have gifts, somehow they've managed to be in the power player position, and those of us who do have decided to not tap into our gifts and take back what belongs to us. Mm-hmm. What's been taken. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I found a song, and I Uh-oh. am going to go ahead and play it. This is yeah. for Yamaya. So Oh, yeah. 
That was definitely powerful. Divine bliss be unto the sacred mother forever and to her divine daughters. Mother, keep sending me those daughters, those who are eager to know so that we can remember together. I have to play that again, and I challenge everybody to get up and dance this time.
Love it. Absolutely love it. I got to say to Muse of Troy, thank you. Let me open everybody's mic back up. You guys are back in with us. Welcome forward. Yes, passing the collection plate because that was deep. Girl, that was, uh, it was so close. So close. I mean, there was some extra, so I only heard part of the song, but I was looking for it, and there was one freaking video that just jumped out at me on the first search, and I was like, I don't know. I don't think that's it. Let me look again. And then it was a, the first video again in the, the search I did, and I was like, all right, let me just listen to it real quick while they're talking. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, okay. Shh, calm down. And I put it in the soundboard, and that was it. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for coming forward and, you know, bringing the beautiful spirit of your mom and, um, you know, sharing so much of that with us, that divine feminine spark. La Sirene is how I know her. Um, and I, I love to call on her archetype as La Sirene Muerta. Very, very fine divine daughter and mother of death mm-hmm. and transformation. Can I add something? Sure. Um, the spirit is in the house and it's time for the divine feminine to step to the forefront. This is not a man's world anymore. And let me be the first to say that. I know it kind of sounds crazy because we look at how things go, how they've been historically. It's run its course. And what I, and I really want to share this, when I was listening to that music, it was driving home to me the feminine element, the intrinsic values of the deity, which is female in nature, because we always associate deity with a male. When if you look at deity, I would think, and I could be wrong, I think it's feminine in terms of its conjecture, um, we are going against the grain. We're not understanding whose time it is. And the only reason why we're not understanding whose time it is, because it's time for her to step forward, whoever she is, whatever that entity is, whatever that feminine energy is, whatever that personification of what is right is, it's time for her to step forward. No more excuses about what men are doing. And I know it's hard because it's been men who they're done. But now. you know, GS, you know done. my my stance has always been that it's women that run the world. And even through the men, that, that's what the patriarchy really is about. It is about those women who are not that one in four using men to run those of us who are that one in four out of jealousy, out of right. envy and heinousness. They upset right. the divine order of the feminine to usurp right. the position of the mother and, and divide her and punish her and never imagine that it would be all of us in it together um, because, you know, they were lied to and seduced too. 
because who wouldn't want the power if someone has the ability to infiltrate and get it? It was an inside job. And I'm in agreement with you that we cannot blame the men. I don't want to blame the men. What I hold men responsible for is the things that men do themselves. But as far as women not being in their power, you know, where men have attacked my power is in their sexual terrorism. Outside of that, I wield the power. That is how men rob right. power from women via the sex force, whether it's sexual assault or it's saddling you with kids or you got a dirty dick spiritually and you done laid all your sick-ass dirty spiritual diseases in that woman and fucked her up or whatever the case might be. These are the things that men do that women also either allow participation or that's allowed by nobody stopping the assault that happened on the planet to young girls and to women and to older women. Um, and that is something that, you know, we can blame men for. But outside of that, I don't think that women should be blaming men for the choices that they make that are in complicity with the patriarchy. You know, there are ways that I am complicit with this patriarchy because it's a benefit to me to do so. Because the path of least resistance is the greatest success. I can war on the patriarchy. I can bane on the patriarchy. Or I can figure out how to make it work for me. G.S., there's something you said that inspired me to play this little clip right quick. I hope y'all don't mind. At this time, we want to honor our women, our women. This is the year, this is the time for the women, the women folk. We have all our ceremonies were given to us by a woman. Life was given to us by a woman. Everything is feminine. Everything is feminine. The universe, the sun is feminine. The moon, the Mother Earth, feminine. Us men are feminine as well. And you need to create that balance within you, and this is the moment and this is the time. For there's many messengers on Mother Earth here that are being pushed aside in one white buffalo calf woman and her seven the seven grandmothers that have given this way of evolution called love and also the the awareness of you as a light mean to help to brighten the aura of mother earth now white buffalo calf woman came to me and she said that we had many lifetimes together. I was your grandmother. I was your mother. I was your sister, old and young. I was your wife and your daughter. I was your granddaughter. And when she was showing and talking, she was showing me the lifetimes, and I could feel them, I could see them. And then she stopped, and she pointed to the direction she said, look, on the side of the hill, they were digging a grave. Those men, she said, are trying to bury me. So 
we have to put the men, put the egos aside and look deep down. Look at your mother, your grandmother. Where did this all come from? Down here we're in the land of corn woman. They were all work as a collective. All our all our, the indigenous tribes have their messengers and their women. We have the seven sisters, blue star woman, red star woman, white star woman, corn woman, the sacred mother, grandma turtle and the baby sister, white buffalo calf woman. They're all are within you. They're within all of us. So at this time, we need to recognize them no matter what tribe we come from, no matter what race, no matter what culture. It doesn't matter. Honor the woman, the feminine within you. So through this song, we're going to ask the grandmothers to be with us. Yes. Our brother is right. Our brother Galactic Scientist is absolutely right. This is the time have, for the women. I have this a is comment. not the time to blame. Go ahead, yes. I, I, I have a comment. Um, I hope everybody listens to that carefully. That encompassed, encapsulated everything that I talk about. That's the masculine understanding the order of the universe. We have to understand this. We can't continue to complain about all the shit that goes on. We have to understand how the universe works. And if you're not willing to think on that level, then that's fine. That's okay. Don't fucking complain. But if you are the type of person, do you have the proclivity to think that you're of a higher order, then you have to submit to it. You have to acknowledge it. You have to understand it, extrapolate, pontificate, prognosticate. And at the end of the day, you have to really understand what the hell is going on. Because there's a great shift going on on this earth today. We're all feeling it. We might not want to be reticent, and we might not want to be in the moment and act like, okay, well, as long as it doesn't fuck with me, I'm good. No, it's coming, like they say in the movie industry, coming to a theater near you. Mm-hmm. And this time it will be televised. <laughs> okay. It absolutely will and be that, televised. It will be captured on video. And that's an esoteric message, all the while speaking exoterically. Coming to a theater near you, 
You know how many people are going to think, wow, is that a movie? And then there's going to be people who are going to be like, oh, wait a minute. And then there's going to be people who are going to be like, oh, I don't want to hear about it. But at the end of the day, guess what? Coming to a theater near you. And guess what? In the military, when you have a conflict and there is a war, guess what they call it? A theater of engagement. Uh-huh. They call it a theater in the military when there's a conflict. And then they tell us, oh, coming to a theater near you, a movie. <laughs> Man, they try to tell you something every day, all day long. They try to tell you. If you're not listening, well, that's on you. The matter, the fact of the matter is, when you're taking every kind of pill, nothing really seems to ever cure your ill. There's people there who are go. taking and doing too many different things and not paying too much attention. And what I'm thankful for is that we all can see that, know that, realize that, and act accordingly. You know, I can see what's going on and either choose to subscribe or choose not to. I can invest my time there or I can invest my time in something wise or something that's going to build me, you know, change my life, reform my myself, my house, my finances, whatever the case might be. You know, I'm, I just have to say I'm very thankful for this space and for this platform, looking at the time countdown. I'm thankful for this space and this platform. Uh, I'm thankful for the people who come through and for the energy that we're able to exchange and share with each other the information. You know, my sister took care of our feminine here today with this uh this website that she put in talking about, you know, the different Ayurveda ways to <clears throat> take care of your skin, your hair, and such the like. And it's all this henna stuff on there, girl. I'm about to lose my mind on this website. Uh, I'm just glad that we can come together, not only celebrate the feminine, but do real things that take care of the feminine, either advice or, you know, product recommendation, book selections, when we do these book studies together, and all of the things that, you know, we're able to do to celebrate the feminine, to honor the feminine, to invoke the energy, to let it flow in and through us, to protect the space and keep it safe for the feminine to be able to dwell here, to, you know, express herself, to be able to process what's going on in her life, to come out with a better outcome. That's important, and that is something that I am going to defend to the end. I want to thank everybody who spoke today. Um, you know, Galactic, I'm thankful to you for everything that you shared today. I want to say thank you, especially to our new diva, Muse of Troy, out in W Diva. Um, you oh, know, okay. make sure you come back a lot, you know, and uh, and, and we will Can exchange, and I'm very glad you came in. Um, I'm glad for what – let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm glad for what Queen Ifama said today when she corrected me. Um, you do help a lot of people for free. You're right. I do. All I do is give, 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 give. I do charge. I do have things that, you know, I do outside of this medium that's also in relationship to this show and this platform. But I'm glad for what she said. I really appreciate Valkyrie coming in, and she gave a word. I got to go back and listen to that. Um, everyone has just, it's been a great day. It, it was something that I needed both to receive and push out. Uh, Diva Muse of Troy, especially, you know, a lot of the things that you said and you brought 
they have they mean a lot to me in ways that I can't really even appropriately articulate now. I'm gonna have to go back listen to it. I'm probably have a whole show. I'm gonna dedicate to all the things that I got from that show. <laughs> and what you said and what you shared, I'm so glad you shared your mother with us and you shared, you know, her goddess. You shared the the whole thing with Yemaya. Don't you ever share anybody with what your mama's whole thing is. All right, that stuff is sacred. You keep it close to your breast. But I appreciate no, you confirming. I appreciate you confirming, you know, the Yemaya because that helped me to understand where I'm getting that tickle from. You know, um, before I play our song and get us out of here, because I am not going to go into overtime. Galactic, there was something you wanted to say. Yeah, I just wanted to say in in closing that. Um, these shows that Triple does are very therapeutic to me because it puts me in touch with the thing that I know is right and the path that I need to go on. And just like when we talked about the uh, one in four rule, 25%, okay, that means that 75, 75% are going to fall by the wayside. We can't worry about that. Now, we have a love for it, and we don't want to see people go in that great number, but that's what it's going to take. And what I loved about this show today is is that um, the Supreme Goddess got into it, got with it. We tore down the wall and got to the real meat of the matter. And here's what we have to do from this point on. We can't worry about those who fall by the wayside. The only thing we can worry about is handling our business and getting it yep. done. And that's I'm on I your own paper and stay in your own lane. To everybody who's listened, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, you know, for everybody who's going to catch it on the archives, I see y'all checking out the archives. You're hitting us up. You're really listening from angrydivas.com. I appreciate that. You can always check us out on Facebook. Our page ain't all that live because I don't put much into it. I put it all right here where I love. Stay wonderful. Be ever wonderful and stay as you are. Motherfucker.